0: Hey
1: everyone. It's um a really interesting episode. This <laughs> is Val.
0: It's a very special episode.
1: Well, well, Tracy is with me and uh movies that make us and we do not have dad today. Tracy, this is ah, the first time we have been left alone with the podcast unsupervised. Does this there mean could we be get to say all the words? Can we say all the words? <laughs> like, how many words do I get to say today?
0: <laughs> I'm going to give you three words. Okay. We got to remember because <laughs> dad, dad, dad's watching and dad will check in later. Is he later. watching? Oh, well, you may not be watching Anyways, right now, but you will. <laughs> <laughs> this is Val and Tracy
1: <laughs> with Movies That Make Us, and we are continuing um, our action movie month of July, and we are talking about action movies, but we do also have just some regular movie news, and because Jake's not here, we get to run amok, 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 amok. <laughs> I have to say, Tracy, I went and visited our good friend Jeff at uh, Megaplex Theaters today, and he gave me a take home popcorn that you can, you know, order it and then take it home, like put the lid on it and everything. So he sent me home with that. Uh And we were going over the movies that are there. If you have not seen Jaws in theaters, which is how. Like this whole thing came about of you know summer blockbusters. It was an accident by Jaws. But if you want to see Jaws in theaters, you can go see Jaws, you can see Jurassic Park. You can see, you can visit Wakanda.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Empire Strikes Back was the number one movie in the nation.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is it's a really weird time right now. But (laughs) I mean, Black Panther. If you want to see that, if you want to see Empire, if you want to see Jaws, if you want to see Jurassic Park, if you want to see Lord of the Rings, like Mm -hmm. you can go see all these movies in the theater now. And, uh, you know, we were kind of talking about, you know, maybe having Jeff on um, to talk about the difference between the movie experience and the streaming and kind of like the butting heads of that right now and what's going on. So hopefully... We'll be able to have Jeff on in the future. Um, thank you, Jeff, for the popcorn. That was awesome. We're going to be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy today. Talk about Super shenanigans! Excited. Yeah, shenanigans. But Tracy, <laughs> I have some good news for you because I got a screenings email today. Yeah, and you guess tell. what was on my screenings email? Opening nationwide on Friday, August 12th, is Tenant.
0: I'm very excited.
1: Um, Antebellum is going to be August 21st. Sound of Metal is going to be August 14th. Wonder Woman 1984 is going to be October 2nd. Another one Um, I'm excited for. Yeah. So, and there's a whole list of things, and I can actually, for like, sign up for screenings, not just links, which is really, really cool. Um, but I am going to be screening the new Amazon movie called Chemical Hearts um, coming up as well, pretty soon, and Boys in the Wood. Hmm. Um. So those are a couple of movies that, if they're is that an Amazon one as well? Worth. Yes, that is Amazon as well. So if those nice. are worth talking about, we will talk about them. Um. Have you watched or streamed anything really cool lately?
0: Um, That's worth no, mentioning? I've, I've been doing... Uh, I, I did Hamilton. Did Hamilton the yes. fourth. Um, my first time seeing it. I have it. to tell
1: um, you... I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna put a link on our page of a voice actor who did the first 75 minutes of Hamilton as every Muppet's voice. Kermit the Frog what? as Hamilton. It's you're either gonna love it or hate it. Oh, I I'm absolutely in. love it. I will post it on our in. page. <laughs> like he just he had some recording equipment. He's got a fantastic um Voice if oh you can do all of these. Yeah, it's so great. I'll post it on right after this is over. I'll post it on our Facebook page. Oh but I God. thought you yes. of all people, you're like me with the Muppets, so totally. you would totally love it.
0: Oh, anything with Muppets, <laughs> I'm in.
1: But you said you saw Hamilton for the i I've watched it like yeah. twenty times now.
0: I, I I had never. I had heard a couple of the songs. Um, I yeah, I haven't seen it. Story. I had never seen it. Um I had yeah. only heard a couple of the songs. And I loved it. I thought it was absolutely amazing.
1: I love I mean, Burr. The- He's my favorite. He's my favorite voice. Oh my, my favorite character. And there are so many really good actors in that show. Yeah. But I've just mm-hmm. I've watched it so many times and listened to the soundtrack now because I'd never seen it. I've, I'd only heard a couple of songs that like um, like Common does um, "Who Lives, Who Dies, Who Tells Your Story." He redoes that song, but it's not right. like what you see um, in the musical. It's very different. And so I was waiting. It's of course at the end, um, but I absolutely loved it. Um, And I, you know, I know there's controversy about it right now, but I, you know, we're talking about it and you know what I did the first two days that I watched it. I spent those two days also on the internet, looking up (laughs) and learning all these things. My daughter, my daughter literally thought, that um, Hamilton was a fictional character that was just featured, like that was created for this musical. Because really? she's like, oh, I didn't know he was real. We never, we they never learned about him in school. And so we had such a good conversation and like going through like all the things that he had done and what he'd contributed and what all of the characters, I say characters, but all of the people that surrounded him in our history, you know? Yeah. Um, So it was a good couple of days of chatting because she had never learned about him in school. And that just proves my point again of like, Mm -hmm. you've got to go beyond school and beyond those books to, you know, to learn. But
0: well, and We've talked before in previous episodes about how history seems to be taught by bullet point. It's battle, yeah. battle, battle, treaty, treaty, treaty. And it's just high level dates and, and numbers that you've got to memorize yeah. and then spread back out on the page versus telling the actual story behind these things. Um, I did watch yeah. a really interesting documentary on the History Channel on Washington. And it covers a lot of the same stuff. Um, yes. but, and I found this was so interesting. Um, when Jefferson and Hamilton are having their cabinet battle, I think it's cabinet battle one. And Jefferson says something about, uh, you think we got set about the tea? Wait until you try and tax our whiskey. Hamilton yes. actually did. He actually did <laughs> a law to raise taxes on whiskey and people freaked out for a couple of years about it.
1: And I'm well, like, yeah. it's a throw
0: of wine in this rap battle but I'm like, I'm like oh it's it's so good well, lyrically it's and it's
1: not a documentary like don't watch hamilton no. and be like that not all of that it's not a documentary it's entertainment that uh-huh. hopefully again like some of these movies that we've watched will then spark you to go and learn about things you know right um but yeah so i wanted to mention that and um i watched the new um i watched the new tom hanks movie on apple tv um the Greyhound how, yeah, how is that? Uh, based on you know what I give it a solid B. Um, okay. there are s- some characters aren't super strong, um, but I do think that it's a good the story is good, action good. He's one also that wrote and starred in the movie and he was like, right. this deserves to be in a theater, but what else are we gonna do right now? And so they put it on Apple TV. I also watched um, the new director? release they're on. Yeah, I think he did a lot, almost everything I think, in that I think movie. He, this
0: is his directorial debut, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah. I know he starred in it and he helped write it. So, if, yeah, if he directed it as well, um, you know, Tom Hanks. So, if you haven't seen mm-hmm. that, it's on Apple TV, uh, Solid B. I also watched um, the new Shalice Theron um old guard um a really good conversation for about an hour after that movie with my boyfriend on what would we do if we were immortal like Hmm. and you know because she she talks about in this movie like has she wasted all of this time by not fighting the right fights and so we talked like how do you know what fight is the there's a lot of stuff going on right now you know 100 years A hundred years from now, what will we look back and say, like, I can't believe they let that happen. We're in it right Right. now. So we can't really tell what the biggest thing is, especially right now.
0: Well, we often say, how would we have reacted if we had lived in World War II during the Civil War? Or we're living in one of those time periods right now
1: yeah my boyfriend's like well i would go i if i was around back then i would have you know gotten rid of everyone that was into slavery i said but when you're in it you don't see that that's the biggest thing that you need to fight for we see that now so yeah it was a really good conversation so what a conversation piece it's a really good action-packed movie but you're gonna see bloody things like they show shots and i'm you know um it's battle it's It's an Mm action-packed movie. I give it a B um, minus, but we had some good conversations after that. Um, And then today, I started streaming the new Zac Efron. Oh Um, yeah, I saw that on the reality show. Yeah, and about my favorite was like, yes. So my, I think my favorite episode is episode four. And all I'm going to tell you is that I'm sitting at the counter, and my daughter's sitting at the table doing an art project. And he said, "Is that a giant fart bag?" There is my favorite part of my day today was them talking about a sustainable fart bag, Zach wow. Efron and a sustainable fart bag. So there you go. That's all the streaming.
0: Technology, man.
1: There's two really big ones. It's so if you fun. want to see two of the biggest fart bags you've ever seen, and no, I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about yeah. actual fart bags, but then that then create sustainable heat that does not smell like farts then you want to go watch the show it's i it's it's really fun um, but that's i think sure.
0: like new non curse word yeah oh, do you think Jake would bag. be okay with that I think, I, would, part I think Jake would be okay with part bag yeah i think How many we many times teach can teach kids
1: <laughs> can we teach
0: it to his kids they could sign it i wonder what that but would but we will like. tell
1: him i'll i will start signing like I am friends with one of his kids on Facebook. I'm going to start okay. like messaging him to sneak fart bag
0: to we the gotta other. Kids. Out, yeah. How to <laughs> sign that. I want to know what the sign for fart is.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I will figure that out. Sammy might know, but she's not um, here right now. So, okay. Um, so yes, anything else you want to share before we jump into guardians of the galaxy?
0: Uh, I, I had the, I, I started the, the Epstein documentary on Oh, Netflix.
1: it's hard, right? It's difficult and, to watch.
0: Jeez. And so I had to have a palate cleanser and uh, watch the Pat Oswald special again. The Ooh. I Love Everyone episode uh, special. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That, that, was, is that just- special
1: is so great. It's a good palate cleanser. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that Epstein documentary, that's Ooh. a hard one to watch. It's... Man. And that, yeah, it's, it's, I get so angry every time mm-hmm. I watched it because I was going to watch it again the other day because I feel like the first time I watched it, I was so angry and so emotional that I was missing things, you know, because right, you're just right. trying to take everything in. I just couldn't believe all of this information that's coming at me and how long it took. Right. And how long it's still how taking. How many
0: people were involved.
1: And then how it was under all these people's noses. That didn't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like in planes with celebrities that I respect. And they just thought this person was donating money to a charity. And that's how he was falling under the guise of he's a good guy. Right. And now these people are implicated in all these rumors, but really they were, they thought they were involved with the charity. Like, yeah. So it's just disgusting.
0: It's, oh man, that one's rough, but it's good. Yeah. But good, so, good choice in the palate cleanser. So I'm like, <laughs> I need something, man. <laughs> I, need to, I need to go to Denny's. If you, yeah, Fat you Oswald need to go to special, Denny's. You understand?
1: No You don't Oswald. pop in oh, and pop out of a Denny's.
0: <laughs> you don't oh. pop in and pop out. One other thing I was going to say. Um, I'm, I'm very interested. So we talked when we t- when we discussed Parasite, we talked about how they're yeah. making an HBO TV series around the show. Well, yeah. I finished up season one of Snowpiercer, which is another one of Bong Joon-ho's um, yeah. films. And I got to yeah. tell you, the, the series was pretty awful.
1: I And I know a lot of people liked the movie. I thought the movie was okay. So Movie's I didn't okay. even try to watch. I didn't even try and watch the series because I was like, mm-hmm. Meh. "Yeah, So it's just okay. okay.
0: Um, the series is really bad. I mean, it had, it had mm. lots of potential and it just, and it's interesting. I read, um, cause they have a major kind of a cliffhanger
1: um, that I okay. won't get into
0: spoilers on. Um, but right. Sean Bean is going to be joining the cast next season. Oh. And evidently, they had already filmed pretty much all of season two before season one even came out. So they were able oh, to wow. like, okay. be like, I mean, next season, which we don't see anymore, really. Yeah. So, um, I
1: want to throw a couple things out. I want to do a little yeah. shout out to Patrick Beatty and Gaggle of Geeks. Mm-hmm. So he threw me a little curveball. He messaged me the other day, like two hours before his show, because I guess. um, one of our buddies, B- Rick Bonaducci could not be on the show. So he's like, can you fill in for him? And I'm like, oh, sure. What are we talking about? And he's like, well, we're talking about um, Bond, James Bond versus. Um, oh, my gosh. I just went blank. Tom Cruise. What's Tom Cruise's show?
0: Mission Impossible.
1: Mission Impossible. Again, my brain just went. So no big deal. Just James Bond versus Mission Impossible. Like, sure. Like, but it was a really good. It was tomorrow that night. Did am, am I here? Can you hear me? There we Are go. Here? Hello.
0: We lost you for a second, but you're back. Oh,
1: tomorrow night is my big night. Yeah. Where I get I get to go up against Steve you know, Kondrick. Steve Kondrick, who I have never met, but intimidates me.
0: Super um, nice and guy. The movie-
1: The movie that I had to recast is Independence Day. And I'm going to tell you, Tracy, right now, I did not go safely into the night with my casting of this movie. I, everyone's been saying that they're afraid of me. And so I feel like it's just like all this pumped up gas. And I'm like, that's how you, how you like totally tank a movie is when you give it too much like (laughs) momentum and then everybody's all hyped about it.
0: Um, oh, yep. Jake, Jake just said he should be intimidated by you.
1: Well, I gotta tell you, everybody's either gonna really respect my cast, or you're gonna be like, "What?" Because I, I did not go the safe route. I'm at very all.
0: interested.
1: You you guys actually picked one of my picks right off the bat because you know right. me so well. We and if you watch right. the show and listen to the podcast, like you know you should already know who I'm replacing Will Smith with. I'm not gonna say it, but tune in tomorrow. We'll post a link here as well and see if you could guess any of my recasts. So, I mean, you guys know me pretty well. Um, but uh I yeah, I didn't there is some there's some it's some twists and turns and again he's either really going to respect it, it or he's it's just not going to be well everybody's just going to be weirded out by it but i feel good and, about and it
0: i think the, the cool movie thing would too sell. is he got a panel of judges it's not just craig picking these he has yeah. like a panel so yeah i'm excited um since we know jake is watching do we want to check on permission to use the term fart bag
1: fart bag That's our new word, Jake. I mean, you're not here, so I kind of think we have permission.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to allow it. I'm going to absolutely let that one go.
1: Jeffrey Epstein was a
0: real fart bag.
1: He was. He was like the biggest, juiciest, wet fart bag ever. <laughs> I think he, is, I think we got him to take his glasses off. I was, was, I was just going to say that. So if we got you're him listening to take this his, podcast, his glasses he's commenting is live and Jake just said I have no words, which means he just <laughs> took his glasses off, he cleaned them and then he put them back on. <laughs> high five. <laughs> Virtual high five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jake picked an all MMU final for cast off.
0: That would be fun yeah, to which means Jake... on separate side. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so if, if, if Tracy and I make it to the end, we would be against each other. So that would be an yeah. interesting, that'd be an interesting that'd be show. Fun. So that'd be yeah, fun. I mean, I I'd be scared too. Cause you are so thoughtful with your picks. You know, like, I feel like I'm thoughtful, but I feel like you're super
0: thoughtful. I overthink it sometimes. I mean, like Ghostbusters one, I barely eked out a win.
1: I had mine picked within an hour of when he announced what the movie was. And I only waited to send it. I waited to send it to him on Friday just because I had two names in one of the female character slots. Okay. Um, And I sat and looked at him until Friday. I went with my first guess and then I just sent it so that I would stop so that I would stop and not want to change anything. So uh, my 10 year old loves fart bag. It might be his new favorite. There we go, Tracy. We did it. That's what Jake just said. We want to learn how to say fart bag in sign language because it's it's our new slogan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we should change the name of this um whole series. Move to make us forget it. We're <laughs> fart bag.
1: Jake, let your kids watch the new Zach Efron um show on Netflix and go to episode four where they talk about sustainable f- poop basically
0: and fart bags. And and Efron, he got, oh, he got some bulk on him.
1: Well, you saw him in um Baywatch, right? Like he was going head to head
0: with The Rock. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. Now that he's 32, uh... I don't
1: feel creepy saying that he's hot. (laughs) Now that he's 32, when he was in High School Musical, and I worked for Disney, and I was teaching his dances to like 10 and.
0: Nope.
1: Weird. 32 and out of that, he's a freaking babe. Okay. I would learn I totally how to get use that. a sustainable fart bag for Zac Efron. I would learn how to use it.
0: I think that that's a fair <laughs> fair statement.
1: All right, should we get into <laughs> should we get into Should our we meeting? talk about the
0: subject on hand? <laughs> <laughs> Jake, this is what happens when you leave us unattended.
1: okay so we are talking um this is our second week of our action movie july month um and we're talking about guardians of the galaxy now we all know if you listen that i am not a big fan of guardians of the galaxy 2 i'm actually not even a really huge fan of chris pratt but when guardians of the galaxy came out I was blown away. I don't know if how you could have gone into the theater and watched guardians on the big screen for the first time and not just been like, Whoa, like it was so much brain candy and so many things going on that I went and saw it. I went to both screenings. I went to like the critic screening and then the next free screening. And then I'm pretty sure I watched, I went and paid for it that weekend because you
0: miss, there are so many things happening in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one, um, I really liked uh, Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec. Um, really yeah, enjoyed and him. and I still and have not watched that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because in that series, he plays this kind of lovable doofus, but he's pretty overweight. And um he made a, a joke going on some of the talk shows when he was promoting this film and the clip that they would almost always show was him in the in the decontamination shower uh with his shirt off and he was laughing <laughs> and cuz he was married to Anna Ferris at the time and he told her he said yeah. now i don't look like this all the time and he said she made a, the deal where she married me before i looked like this He's like, she knows what I normally look like. And he's like, in fact, and this was, um, I think he was on Seth Meyers' show. I'm pretty sure it was Seth Meyers. And he said something to the effect of this is my last press spot that I have to do. I've got a couple of months before my next movie. So on the way home, I'm getting a 12 pack of beer and a dozen donuts and honey, daddy, I'm coming home. And I just cracked me up. So I was already a Chris Pratt fan, but I was not really a James Gunn fan. I'm not See, a big I was fan a of a lot of James Gunn fan. Mm-hmm. But I didn't so know, I really didn't, know who Chris Pratt was. Really I was like, like I Yeah. Mm, okay. I mean, like I didn't dislike him, but he was not like, a must-go director for me, uh, but at that like point in 2004 when this came out, risks. very much so, very much so, and I, he he and his filmmaking have matured and and evolved over the years as well. I mean, he'll yeah. still do like weird, silly stuff, but it's there's a reason for it now. Whereas before, it felt like he was just kind of doing it because he could, right. You know, yeah,
1: I just um, I, I'm not a huge like fan. Like, I don't sit. I couldn't watch Slither over and over. But what right. I like about his films again is that he takes chances. It's not the same movie over and over. And right. with Guardians, because he's coming from he's coming into this big franchise of Thor and Iron Man and Captain right. America
0: and all of Incredible these things.
1: Hulk. He yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> but I mean, in terms of those types. Those movies were I'm all kind saying, of the like, same type
1: of film. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, when Iron Man came on, the the elevation of action and all of oh, these yeah. gadgets and the the showmanship of film, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this just very mm-hmm. showy showmanship um, action movie, you know, he had a lot to live up to and he could have either just followed that formula. And he, there is a formula because it is Marvel, It it's you know, Marvel. it is Disney, but- right. Um, he did make it very much his own. It's a little bit darker than the rest Mm -hmm. of the film, the rest of the other movies, both in coloring of the film, but also just the way he portrays his characters in this film. It still is flashy. There's still a lot of gadgets. It's very action packed, but his um, he also, if you notice in Iron Man and in um, Captain America, the first movie, um, all of the camera angles are very much up here. Right. And when you get to guardians, they're kind of down here and up here. Like you're so you can constantly feel like all the motion. Do you know what I right. mean? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. feel like you're in a fight, but I also think that you also have a character that's all the way up here and a character that's all the way down here. Right. So you know, like <laughs> you have to think about that as well. So right. you know. But it was it was just so incredibly well,
0: fun to watch. I love the fact it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like right. there's an irreverency to the Guardians that is just, it was so refreshing because, and, and to me, because we got Guardians, we got something like Thor Ragnarok. We never would have gotten that without a Guardians. Um, right. And I, because Ragnarok is broke, one of my favorites. They, they started, the, the Marvel films were starting to kind of be, very similar in a lot of ways they were really you know great movies yeah but it was there was a chance that it was going to get stale and it was going to be the same thing over and over again and guardians came out and they're like we can have cosmic outer space battles it doesn't have to just be on earth we can have a talking raccoon and a tree we can take chances on weird characters we can have humor um all those things help blow this universe wide open
1: well, and I think he went back to the late 1990s with the movie by creating the soundtrack as with, oh. with as much thought as he did the film. He brought the soundtrack back to the movie realm I feel because we haven't had that for a while like maybe you have one song or two songs from a movie that get really big but he brought the soundtrack back and he was very thoughtful about it he worked it into the movie like it is a part of the movie and there was a time where the movie was number one and the soundtrack was number one at the same time and then the soundtrack actually surpassed the movie Um, and it's all of these songs that our parents and grandparents were listening to and now my kid is listening Mm -hmm. to it and you know just this timeless music and that was so much fun to see that mixtape and to hear those songs again but also to actually edit the movie with this music like it it flows together like a big music video mm-hmm. but in the best mm-hmm. way in the best way
0: yeah i read an interview with him and he said he actually wrote the songs into the script um before he even knew if he would have permission for it so he said if they found out that they couldn't use a song he would have to go back and rewrite the scene to try and find See, something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, when you yeah. when you're talking about a big budget film like that and and Marvel at the time was big, not as big as they are now, of course. Yeah. Um now pretty just, much everybody were, would be like just, sure you can have the rights. Right. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, but I mean they,
1: I mean again this movie could have really flopped because Oh, big time. These characters these characters aren't well-known characters to mm. the, these the are 90% characters. of people. You know what I mean? Like we're, like below Iron Man, like Iron Man was not a, a list character that they brought to number. So they, they were again, taking mm-hmm. a huge gamble to say, okay, we're going to take all these misfits and right? we're going to hope we're going to hope that people react to them because it's ridiculous. Like, okay, here's our movie. We've got this raccoon. We've got this talking tree that says only one thing, the whole movie, but in different inflections. And then we have this guy. That's just a big pile of muscle. That's is stupid. Well, more stupid than the tree. Then we've (laughs) got this half blood. We've got this half blood guy. who's going to dance fight you. Um, I mean, what are you talking about? I wish like, I wish I'd been doing? there during the pitch
0: meeting. <laughs> like, I want to be there for the pitch and see exactly how they sold this thing. Because, and and this was what was so great because DC, on the other hand, who was trying to build its own cinematic universe, was being so cautious on everything, and yeah. they were like, "Well, we don't want to get too weird." And Marvel's like, "Let's go let's nuts." Get weird. Let's get weird and
1: let's go for anybody super famous as the main characters. I mean, I think the yeah. most famous people are really unrecognizable because yes, you have Chris Pratt, but he wasn't Chris Pratt at the time. You've got right. this little chubby guy from TV, and you're mm-hmm. gonna make him the hunky main guy of this movie. And then you have your two biggest voices, Bradley Cooper, your two biggest actors, Bradley and Vin Cooper Diesel. and Vince. Who usually usually sell a movie by just putting their face on a poster, and right. they're not even their faces. Mm-hmm. Like nobody even knew Vin Diesel was that tree till way later. Like regular yeah. people, we knew because we're nerds and we looked into well, it. But you know what I mean? Like,
0: uh, totally. I mean, and and at I times think, I still have trouble thinking that that's Vin Diesel, even though I know it is. Yeah, because it doesn't sound anything like Vin Diesel.
1: I mean, Zoe. She just came off, you know, some really good movies. But again, she was up. She She wasn't a household name.
0: She
1: hadn't held any, you know, big. We were like, oh, we really like her because we saw her in this, this and this where she's the side character. So, right, you know, it was it was a big, big gamble. I don't think people realize that now because we love all of these actors so much and we're nerds. And but it's. Yeah, I always I always try and think about the pitch and then you've got to put, you know, actors in there and then you're like, "What?" But I mean, Marvel, you know, they put Robert Downey Jr. in the biggest part of the Marvel universe when he didn't really have a career at the time. He right. was doing all these weird side, you know, like B movies and TV mm-hmm. shows and He had know, recently they made um, a lot on him.
0: Yeah, he he had recently um just finished up like his all, all of his court Appearances and and jail time for his yeah. uh, offenses with his drug offenses. So just it was a huge jail.
1: What are you going to do? I'm going Let's to put Disney. you in a
0: giant action movie.
1: <laughs> I'm going to a Disney movie.
0: <laughs> but thank heavens we've got people like Kevin Feige, who have the long vision, the long range vision, to do this. And like I said, I with DC, his
1: name wrong the whole time. Is it Kevin Feige or Kevin
0: Feige? You know, I'm never sure. It's probably Feige now that you say that. i okay. feed,
1: like, have I, think I been saying Feige. it wrong the whole
0: No, I think you're right.
1: Don't Take away my okay. geek
0: card. I know. But no, like you know I said, way I, mean, more than I do. <laughs> but DC was keeping everything like so somber. They were deconstructing the hero. And Marvel was like, let's have some fun at the movies. You yeah. know, and 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 they rubbed off. I don't think that um Without Guardians, you wouldn't have gotten Aquaman, which is silly, stupid right. fun. I rewatched that over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Total brain candy. It's, it's not a good movie, but it's fun. It's entertaining. Best um, movie i ever seen. I think it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman had a lot of the same you know, fun, humorous aspects. And I think part of it's because James Gunn and the team were able to pull it off with Guardians. Yeah. But it seems like it was so much longer ago than 94. Or was it not not ninety four two thousand four? Excuse me. Yeah, two thousand fourteen. Two thousand fourteen, yes, even.
1: Geez,
0: yeah. yeah, only six years. Well, this year feels like twenty years. So.
1: Oh my gosh! Every week feels like a freaking year. Right.
0: <laughs> just today, to today week. Monday felt like an entire week. Oh, I was today like, was I've great. I just gotta I make it to five. Everything. I'm like, I've just gotta get to five <laughs> o'clock tonight. <laughs> So, So can we talk about
1: Rocket for a minute?
0: Please, yes.
1: I love Rocket so much. Mm -hmm. I think he is like an underestimated character of the whole Marvel cinematic universe. I know people love him. Because he's a raccoon, right? He's a talking raccoon and you love him because he's sarcastic and whatever. But like he plays some very key parts in both this movie and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But I love the fact that he's like this huge klepto of body parts. (laughs) I'm going
0: to need that guy's life.
1: Going back to the pitching and then the raccoon, he's going to collect body parts through the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe of movies. He's going to start it in this one. Okay. <laughs> well, what do you say, fart bag?
0: <laughs> that that. <laughs> I'm just gonna flip in there. I didn't it
1: right see it in. coming.
0: That was a stealth <laughs> fart bag. Totally <laughs> did not see that coming. Ninja fart bag. <laughs> But I got to say, that whole um, escape from the prison is one of my favorite edited moments of that whole movie, and, and quite possibly in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, that whole sequence is just so well shot and edited, and it's historical. Cool. And then especially at the end where he's like, wow, you actually got it? <laughs> he's like, I just thought it'd be, I was just messing with you, you know? Well, I didn't and expect I think- you to actually get it.
1: you're not alone in that because i mean they based a whole ride on it at disneyland is you know get so i mean i think that that the choreography of not only like him you know getting the leg or whatever but like the whole choreography of them getting out of there Mm -hmm. and the shots on multi-levels and you know uh, you know multi-planes and it just it was again, I, that's why I had to watch it so many times because he has things going on in every pocket of the screen that are right.
0: important to the right. to the story. Right, right at the beginning of that sequence, when when Rocket is talking about the plan and he says that he needs the power from the jail, and he stays at a wide angle, and we see the characters at the forefront talking about the plan, and you just see Groot slowly walking into the background. And slowly reaching up and grabbing the power converter. Um, and it's all just in one shot. And he's letting the gag play out visually without cutting away from it. I, it's it's fantastic. Because it takes yeah. you a minute to realize what's going on. Right. Because you're drawn to the conversation. You're drawn to what's in the forefront of the screen in the foreground. Yeah. And then in the background, you see, oh, wait. Oh, hang on. And then it just <laughs> all goes to... To it's the it's best great.
1: gag. It's like the, it's the oldest gag in the book where everybody's trying to get through the door and they're trying to figure out how they're going to get into this really locked place and then one of the characters just opens the door. You know, like they're yeah. trying to <laughs> come up with it. like it's like, but it's the best the way that he did that. Uh-huh. Um it's just so much fun. Again, it's just a fun movie. It's it it's all about the jokes. And I feel like they carry those characters still bring all the jokes into the other movies, into the cinematic universe. And sometimes it works for me. Sometimes it doesn't, but I, but I like how they keep it. Like they stay their characters, no matter what characters they're around. Right.
0: Yeah. And, and I love what you said. It's this little misfit corner of its own universe that somehow gets to play in the bigger sandbox. Yeah. It's
1: the Island of misfit toys in the MCU. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it really is. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah,
1: it's so much so, fun, though. I love the coloring of the film. Like it's one of my oh, favorites. Yeah. Like the poster that's behind us. I just, it's so very vivid and electric.
0: It is not afraid to play with color. Yeah. Um. So the sequel. The sequel's we have a fart to bag. Well, just for a this second. Is the- This is the thing about the
1: sequel is that it had so many moments where it could have been a good movie to me, but I feel like it was almost two movies in one movie. Like, I feel like it was two stories. There were at least three times while watching Guardians, the Guardians 2 that I thought the movie was ending soon. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, they're just going to wrap this up. And then it kept going. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, why are you still going I Although was getting it, super
0: frustrated. I have to love that film. If not for the fact that they have the whole conversation about don't push the button and tape. That's that <laughs> sequence is so funny to me. I'll forgive yes, a lot of the other. There flaws. are
1: great. There are great parts of the film. There right. are parts that I really like. And then there are parts where I was just like, what is
0: happening right now?
1: I could it, have it cut went a little, an hour out of, of that movie.
0: Yeah. Well, and it'll be interesting because um, so so James Gunn gets fired from Disney because of some tweets um, that he had he had sent out years and years ago. Um, Ten years. And and then Disney, after a lot of public pressure, relents and lets him back in. Um, He's finishing up uh, the Suicide Squad for DC. It's a part reboot, part remake. I'm very interested to know more about that one. Um, he yeah. says it's his favorite script he's ever written. So he said he had so more he fun writing and directing this than bag. anything.
1: He's taking a fart bag and he's trying to make something not farty with it.
0: That's exactly right. And heavens knows the, the D Sur needs that they need oh, to. They, they need something. Over
1: there right now.
0: It's super so, stinky. Um, so he, he's, uh, finishing that film up and then he's talked about how he'll come back and do guardians three. And he sees guardians three, as the finale, um, for him in the Marvel universe. He said, he doesn't want to overstay his welcome. He said, he's always seen this as a trilogy. So this is kind of. And, and he said there could be other guardians. It's kind of like the Avengers. You could have other people fill yeah. in these roles.
1: Yeah. Um, Which I but think for is for him weird. and
0: for the characters, he feels like it's kind of coming to an end.
1: I agree too. I feel like their story is told. And unless they invite some of their characters in or they go, I just don't see how it's going to be entertaining. It's not like, I'm not, right? I'm going to go see it, And I'm sure I'll laugh and do all the things, but right now I'm just kind of like, what else are you going to do? Because I feel like in Guardians 2, they dragged it out. All the characters, they're not growing. They're not becoming any different. Like the only one that is, is Gamora. And she's, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and Rocket are the strongest characters that have really grown into something else. Everyone else just is kind of the same, and then you right. throw them into the Marvel universe, and they seem like kindergartners compared to everybody else, except for again, Rocket and Gamora. So I think. Well, now that, we have
0: we have Gamora on the run right now, right? After
1: and uh, so Infinity
0: War and Endgame,
1: it's yeah. So I just and we've got it'll be to see what They do.
0: We've got the new alpha male and Thor aboard. Yeah. so I've just
1: seen enough of their back and forth. Like, I'm cooler. No, I'm cooler. No, I'm cooler. Okay, well, show me something else. Like your
0: chest. I don't care. So, by the way, this guy's name is Loki.
1: Hey, Loki.
0: He's the god of mischief, huh? Hi. I like it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what... Um, what Gunn does does with this? Um, I'm I'm intrigued to see what he'll do with with a third a third Guardians. Yeah, but I'm I, bored, and, and, so I and, just I'm, really
1: need something good. What's that? I'm just bored. This is mine. Oh, hi, this bud. Is Samson.
0: Hi, Samson. He's my
1: second Sam. Second Sam. Hi, Sam. Um, I'm just really bored, so I just really I need him to do something really different well take another risk
0: and and we kind of talked about it at the very beginning um you know there's so much the streaming and people are like just go ahead and stream wonder woman 1984 stream tenet and it's like okay but you guys realize that the theaters are already hurting so bad right now and if the studios release their stuff on streaming and production can't really take place hard and heavy right now it's going to take even longer to get new material into the theater for you.
1: Well, but I also think that I like we're not ready to for theaters to be dead yet. Like who's ready right. for a movie theater to be dead? These there are some movies and I tell you usually when I rate a movie like there you know this some movies are made mm-hmm. for the big screen and some of them ah they could have just gone, you know, straight to DVD or now straight right. to streaming and like some of these movies they deserve and we deserve Mm-hmm. As fans to see them on the big screen where they were meant to be seen, right? And again, that's a whole different episode that we'll that we will get into um, with someone from the business. But like but I, the
0: Guardians I, to I, me I just, is one of those films. Want... Guardian works yeah. better on a bigger screen, for sure. You know, yeah. Some I, movies are just that I way. I want
1: to see it. I wouldn't want to see it for the first time. You know, on your on phone, my TV. Well, I don't watch movies on my phone very often, unless I'm at the gym. But gotcha. like, never a first, never a first-time movie on my phone. Right. Um, I'm a little bit of a snob in some ways. Um, first no, totally. problems, you know. But.
0: <laughs> I totally <laughs> but, get it. I'm with you.
1: I like, am a huge fan of the theater, both cinematic theater and musical theater and plays. Like, there are some things that just There's something be about the communal experience. Yeah. And being in a theater with other people experiencing that. And I know right now it's a difficult time because we need to be safe, but there are places that are putting in the precautions and they are being safe. You can go and see it if you feel like it's a good time for you. And if not wait, because what I think is going to happen is there's going once movies start, I mean, there is, there are still some movies that are opening up at the theaters, like this last weekend, there were some movies that opened up, um, Relic opened in the Mm -hmm. theaters. Um, last weekend, but I think what's going to happen with these bigger movies as more and more come into theaters, they're going to have longer runs because the Megaplex theater, and I don't know how it is at other theaters, but they only have 50 people in each theater. And some of these theaters are 250 to 500 seats and they have a maximum of 50 people in the theater. So in order to make the revenue, but also to give people a chance to watch these films, I think the run, of these films is going to be a lot longer. So you'll have a chance to see mm-hmm. these movies in the theater. Are you well, ready so to often, go? I wonder, like, are people ready to go to the theater? I've gone and I feel good going.
0: Mm-hmm. But. I haven't yet. I've debated on a couple, like you said, like seeing jaws on the big screen would be, would be great. Um, when I go, it'll probably be, um, like the first showing of the day type of thing. Yeah. Um, I for sure want to see Tent on the big screen. Uh no yeah. one's films are made for for the big screen. Um hopefully it'll be out on the on the 12th of, of August. Um And you've already but, said I mean, you
1: want to be my guest, so I'll take you.
0: I I will take you up on that. Um but I mean we were supposed to have a Black Widow movie already. That was supposed to have already been out. Um Mulan Mulan, yes. That was like right before, right when COVID hit.
1: Yeah, I have That's the shirts right. like from the studio in my car because we were supposed to see it like in a week. Like we were That's a week right. away
0: from seeing. It. That's right. Yeah.
1: It was so close. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's, a, it's an interesting time. So like, like I said, you- if I'm going to a theater, I I feel like the Megaplex is going to be one of those that I that I would feel comfortable going to because I know the quality that they put into their work. Yeah.
1: I feel like I was watching a Mr. Bean movie today when I was there because I was standing back and watching and like talking to Jeff, but I, I was also watching what was happening as we were talking about things. And there was uh-huh. one family that came in while I was there and I got there probably around two o'clock and one family came in to watch a movie and they were going over to the drink stand. Cause you can either have them give you a drink or you can go get your drinks yourself.
0: But what okay. happens
1: is when you go and use one of the drink concessions that yourself, there's a guy standing over here. And as soon as they're done using it, he goes like this over there and he cleans it all up. And then he goes all the way back. And then I watch people go up and then I watch him go over and clean it up. I felt like I was watching a Mr. Bean movie. I was like, I could just sit here all day and watch this just.
0: Well, you've got <laughs> your popcorn bucket.
1: <laughs> but I mean that's? That's what they're doing, like they're. I, as I was there, I was there for probably a half hour, 45 minutes, and they were just constantly cleaning everything, wiping everything down. And there was like almost nobody there, but Mm -hmm. you know, they're still doing that. So (laughs) I feel like a lot of places are like that. We all had masks on, um, Mm -hmm. and And this is the thing is when you go on to to buy your tickets, if you see a whole row gone, that doesn't mean that's a whole row of people. That could be just two people that bought tickets. They mark out the whole row.
0: That row is out.
1: And then there's only 50 people allowed and they put rows between your row. Okay. And then if that movie sells out, they have enough theaters going that they can roll that movie over to another theater so that people still have the opportunity to see that movie at that time. Yeah. Um, Let's see what Noel says here with California closing down movie theaters today. I don't see studios Mm -hmm. releasing tenant um, or tent pole movies anytime soon. It's not profitable for the studios for a big release. Um, Yeah, it's, you know, yep. I got the I got the email today from the studios about the movies that I talked about at the beginning. Um, and if you missed it, I can say it really quick: um, Tenant, August twelfth; um, um, Annabelle on August twenty first; Wonder Woman on October second. Um, so those are some of the movies that I got um, from the studio today for screenings or links. Um, but again, like if there's a huge you know um, number you know upage again in COVID then they'll be pushing those back but and this is what this is why I really want to have Jeff on from Megaplex because he was telling me that if California and New York and he named a couple other big states if they don't start cracking down this it's really going to take a toll on Mm -hmm. the movie both making movies and movie theaters and like he has all this inside knowledge that he was telling me about you know things that you don't even think about so yeah if we want to keep movie uh, making alive we need to really I mean if that is a, if if people dying isn't enough for you but you right. want to see Tenet and you want to see Guardians 3 like wear a mask start doing what you're supposed to do wear a mask wash so, your so hands social
0: so so right. Like, well, I yeah, mean, Whatever
1: whatever
0: I got to applaud-, applaud California because that's not an easy decision to make, but I'm, yeah. I'm really impressed. I mean, like you look at what is happening in Florida right now. It's Arizona. It's a nightmare. I feel like
1: Florida is burning to the ground. Like they're mm-hmm. making some really horrible decisions that is really
0: hurting them. It's crazy and, right now. And I'm, I'm, I gotta tell you, I think, you know, you saw Hong Kong Disney closed again today. Again. Um, yep. over like 500 cases in the whole country, are like Kate, hey, we're closed. Yeah. Florida is on fire and Walt Disney world's like, come on back.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, I, it, it's a little crazy for me yeah. right now to think about.
0: So again, and, and like go as much as I love purple. those big movies. Yeah. As much as I love those big movies, I, I'm with Noel. I mean, the, the, the studios have to make a profit and they're not going to necessarily make it streaming. And then, like we said, Val, um, once you use up the library that you have with production, not really going on right now, there's nothing new to fill that pipeline.
1: And there are so many people in entertainment out of jobs right now. Right. Um, you know, both, both theatrical movies, Television, television shows, musical theater, all of it, because we just we need to take this seriously if watch. we want our entertainment.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, watch the credits of a movie, and every single one of those people had a job, had a part in making that movie. Noel is one of them. Noel a lot of uh, sound work and boom operator work um, on a lot of TV and, and film.
1: I should have checked up to on Chris to see if he is still in London, just sitting in yeah. an apartment. <laughs> like, I wonder if he, if they're shooting Jurassic world yet, <laughs> because it, it, there was an article that came out that said it's not on hold. <laughs> um, So I wonder what they're being. I should have checked in with Chris before we did this episode. Mm-hmm. I'll find out before our next episode. That'd be great. If there's any updates with him and see what they're doing with Jurassic world right now. But yeah,
0: I know um, the, the Matt Reeves Batman is filming right now in, in England's, um, and the Lord of the Rings series and a couple others uh, got the okay in New Zealand because New Zealand basically had zero cases. New Zealand
1: is doing great.
0: And are I hope they don't
1: let butt. anybody in to move there. I mean, I want to move there. New Zealand's my out plan. Like if right. I ever need to leave this country, I'm moving to New Zealand. But at 100%. this point... They really, they really shouldn't take anybody because they're doing so well. <laughs>
0: even, even before this happened, even before this happened, you could only move there if you could prove that you had a job. Like they well, were they not were really actually, taking people in.
1: They were, they were paying people last year to move there to work because they needed more workers, but you had to fit a specific criteria. Right. And I looked into it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now you wish you would have fit in one of those criterias. Yep. So yeah, it's going to yeah. be, it's going to be interesting to see for sure. Um, but it, it, we should go ahead and give uh, guardians a grade. We haven't done that yet.
1: I give it a solid B plus for me. It's not one that I'm like watching it over and over when I'm just kind of scanning through Disney plus, you know, where I'm like, what Marvel movie am I going to watch today? Um, but I do, I do think it's a solid film. It's so much fun. Um, let's see. I was going to bring this up here. Ah.
0: Yes. We have an article in Deadline last week. Says the new Jurassic World has resumed filming in London.
1: Yeah. So hopefully and there were some
0: Chris is working. Yeah. Yeah, I saw
1: that. I saw that too. Well, I saw it two days ago on like the rumors of that it hasn't stopped. You know, it right. stopped production whatever. But um, so, yeah, B plus for me. Solid B plus. Okay.
0: I'm going to go a little higher. I'm going to go a minus for this one. I thought it was just such a refreshing breath of fresh air. Um, I loved all the characters in it. I love the humor. I love the color. I love the, the scene, the sight gags that we already talked about. Um, Not as big of a fan on part two, but uh, part one, I very, very much enjoy. I'm going to go a minus on that one.
1: All right. And next week, do you remember what we're talking about next week? Jake's usually in charge of remembering those Uh, things.
0: I know we've got speed still to do this month, but I think it's at the end of the month. So I'm not, I can't remember what we're doing next week. It's either speed or it's a surprise.
1: Okay. Either. It's no fart bag. (laughs) It is not going to be a fart bag. bag. However, I think we got fart bag at least in 20 times during this episode. (laughs) jake will be back next week the composure here to make sure that we fall in line jake we hope you had a good night with your family i hope you're gonna be saying fart bag as much as i want them to just listen to auntie val listen to auntie val
0: (laughs) (laughs) she'll never leave the way no one says no
1: that's not technically an action movie. It's kind of a fart bag movie.
0: It is a fart bag movie, but it's an entertaining fart bag movie.
1: Yeah, we will talk Sharknado at least one time, I'm sure. Um, but we hope you guys. Have- we kind of have to oh. at
0: this point. Or you know what? Yeah, this is I- going to be like this is going to be like um, Ben Affleck or uh, Matt Damon on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. It's going to be oh, yeah. we ran out of time. We didn't get to talk about Sharknado.
1: I'll just keep Dang. cutting you off every time you get yeah. excited about it. <laughs> well, please, if you are watching us tonight on Facebook, you can actually catch this episode over on our sh- on all the streaming. Um, I believe tomorrow, and on our YouTube page yep. tomorrow, we'll, we will be back next week with another movie. If you want to tell us how we're doing, or maybe what movies we should talk about, you can find us on all the social medias: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can also email us at what's our email again?
0: Again, uh, JQ at movies that make us dot com.
1: There we go. I don't ever remember the important things. I just remember my That's um, because dad usually
0: art. takes care of all that for us.
1: We won't and see you at here. the movies. <laughs>
0: Bye. I am Groot.